Surat Al-Hujurat, in Ayah 11, Allah tells men to not make fun of other men from different cultures. Just don't make fun of other people in general, obviously, but the specific concept that's mentioned is that men shouldn't make fun of other men. Perhaps they're better than them with Allah and women shouldn't make fun of other women. Perhaps they're better than them with Allah. And at the end of the ayah, Allah mentions tawbah. And whoever does not, in case they have made these mistakes, whoever does not turn to Allah to seek forgiveness, whoever doesn't right their wrongs, whoever doesn't do their tawbah, then this is a really bad situation. We ask Allah to protect us from that. In the next ayah, in the 12th ayah, Allah again addresses the believers and uh, this is the famous ayah in which Allah makes it very clear that a Muslim should not be backbiting other people. There are other concepts mentioned as well, uh, but I just want to highlight that one. And at the end of the ayah, again, Allah mentions tawbah. And then in ayah 13, it goes from what you may expect, the ayah starting with Ya'in wal-ladheena amanu, it actually does not start with that, it's a little bit different. It starts with Ya'ayuhan nas. So Allah zooms out from the believing community. In Surah Al-Hujurat, you have five different ayat. The whole surah has 18 ayahs. Five of them begin with, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu. It's a lot of verses that start with that phrase in that short of a surah. The last of those five that starts with, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, is actually ayah 12. So you find ayahs 1 and 2, and then 6, and then 11 and 12. In ayah 13, Allah zooms out from... This phrase, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, O you who believe, and Allah addresses mankind altogether. So it's a much broader scope at this point. Ya ayyuhannas, inna khalaqnaakum min dhakaru wa unta. O mankind, we have created you from one male and one female, from Adam and Eve, and then after that we made you into uh, many different nations and tribes, so you may know one another. So within your nation, within your tribe, to know one another, and then also for different nations and tribes to know one another. And then after this we have a very powerful phrase, a very beautiful phrase if someone if somebody really reflects on it and internalizes it, Inna akramakum atqakum. That the most honorable there's no doubt the most honorable from among you with Allah are those who have the most taqwa. So with Allah Azza wa Jal, what makes a person more honorable than another, it's not based on how much money you have, how big your house is, what your car is, this, that, or the other. Maybe with other people, some people have that mentality, and, and if you don't have a nice car, they may not respect you. But if you do have a nice car, then all of a sudden they respect you. Right? They, have, they, have a, a, they, they, they would see that thing in connection with this concept of honor, of respect. Allah is making it very clear to us that regardless of what culture you come from, regardless of what your mother tongue is, what language you speak or don't speak or whatever, the main thing that makes a person worth more in the eyes of Allah than others, the only thing is taqwa. And the Prophet taught us a taqwa hahuna, pointing to his chest three times, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This puts things in perspective for us. And I want to connect this with the beautiful hadith from the Prophet in which he taught us to have taqwa wherever you are. So for a young kid, if they're in school, to remember Allah, right? Don't cheat on that science test because, because of your relationship with Allah, because of your taqwa. So avoid doing that because of your taqwa. 
If someone is in high school, perhaps to not go to prom, why? Because of taqwa. If somebody is in college, to not go to that party, why? Because of taqwa. If someone is in the workplace, to avoid one thing or the other, why? Because of taqwa. So the, pro- the Prophet, he kept it very broad. Just keep taqwa at the forefront of your priorities, wherever you are. Ittaqillah haythu makunt. Make taqwa a priority for you wherever you are. And then the next point the Prophet mentioned, to, and this is a sign of taqwa, to follow a bad deed with a good deed, it'll wipe it out. Obviously, option one, don't make that bad deed in the first place. But in case it does happen, then to, to be quick about correcting it. So if you follow a bad deed with a good deed, then it'll erase it. And then the last thing the Prophet mentioned, this also ties in with taqwa, right? To, to treat people with good character. So the Prophet started broad. Remember Allah wherever you are. Be mindful of Allah wherever you find yourself, whatever situation you may be in. And then a specific example is given. If you make a mistake, then be quick to fix it. And then another specific example is given to have good character. Right? Sometimes a person may think of taqwa as praying and fasting, which is good, no question. But then what about character? How do we treat each other? How do we treat other people? Right? So when in, in this ayah, Allah does not... End it after Allah says, Inna akramakum atqakum. Allah doesn't say that He's Tawab, that He's Ghafur, that He's Rahim at the end of the ayah before Allah mentioned Tawbah. Before that, Allah mentioned Tawbah, but here, Inna Allah Alimun Khabir. So, so there's this sense of like, there's the good side of that, but then also the bad side. If someone does good, Allah is Alim, Allah is Khabir. And if a person does bad, if a person falls into that pit of racism, Allah is Alim, Allah is Khabir. Allah knows. Allah is aware. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah to make all of us people of taqwa and to try to live it as best we can. And we ask Allah to accept our tawbah. Amin ya rabbil alameen. Wa akhir da'wan alhamdulillah.